Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch and a Poke, the show where I make a drink with St. George's Spice Pear and tell you a thing. I am your one of your hosts, Left Alex. And I am your other one of your hosts, Right Alex. Remember that in this show we focus on one interesting ingredient every season, and everything else that we use is pretty straightforward and just whatever I happen to have around. He's really a lazy bartender. Today we're making a spiced pear margarita, which is one of the recipes that we will use from St. George's own website. Alex, tell me about this recipe. That's Hannah, your other other co-host. It's one and a half ounces tequila. This suggests reposado, which we don't have, so we're doing blanco. Uh, One ounce St. George's spiced pear liqueur. That's the star of the show. Half ounce fresh lime juice and a quarter ounce simple syrup. Interesting. I would say that this tequila is dominating a little bit. Because I get the the really floral thing that tequila Mm -hmm. can do sometimes. Yeah. And I could see where having a nicer tequila would even it out a little bit. Sure. So I would say that this primarily functions as a margarita. Which Mm -hmm. is... Have we not had something like this before? I think we have. At a restaurant? Probably. But I think we had a spice pear... I think I've had a spiced pear margarita before. This is a pretty well-known spirit. When I was um, looking for recipes, like, I was finding them all over the place. St. George's margaritas? Yeah. Not margaritas. Just St. George's Mm. spiced pear Mm. recipe. I'm going to add a little more lime to mine, I think. I think I'm going to add a little more, because I feel like I have a lot of lime. I'm going to add a little more St. George. I get it at the very tail (laughs) end. I get that that warm spice undertone. Mm -hmm. And even the pear as kind of a bright, fruity note. I wish it tasted like there was more of it in here. I have added some spiced pear. And you're right. It takes a weird turn into... It has thrown the whole drink out of balance. And now, like, the there's some, like, extra bite to it. Mm-hmm. Like, But it tastes more limey now. Mine Interesting. Does. So I added more lime. Yeah. And it just makes it taste like mostly lime. I didn't add much. I just put like a couple of drops just stuck in there. So that recipe was fairly well balanced. Yeah. For what it was written. So I think the way to improve it from what we made would be with a... Better. A a reposado tequila, what it called for. Right. Exactly. So that's on us. (laughs) I also don't enjoy tequila drinks that much. I find them interesting, and I find the floral thing really interesting, but I'm never like... Ooh, yeah, delish. Yeah. Wow, it sounds like you guys really didn't like that drink. In this case, it's odd, because I actually, looking back to recording, have very fond memories of the drink. It's kind of light and floral and citrusy. It's everything a margarita should be, with a little bit of this spiced element. Sometimes when we're tasting in the moment, we just don't know what to think and start changing things right away and it doesn't always work out for the podcast but if you like tequila or you if you have reposado around i definitely would try this drink it's very nice i recently made some for guests related to an early family thanksgiving and it was quite popular cheers oh that's a good clink yeah welcome to the poke It's the part of the episode that's 
Only interesting if you heard it somewhere else first, like me. The Star-Spangled Banner, the national anthem of the United States, is a poem that is not written to an original melody. It was borrowed. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as it was an English drinking song. The original authors were a club of London singers called the Anacreontic Society who held long concerts and fancy dinners. This was their theme song, and it references Roman gods of wine and love, and talks about the importance of socializing and music. The truth of the matter seems to be that in the 17 and 1800s, it was very common to rewrite words to well-known melodies. This was before copywriting, after all. And in fact, by 1820, there were 84 different versions of this melody written in the United States. When musicians do this now, we just call it sampling. That's all for today's episode of A Pinch and a Poke. I hope you're thinking about a cocktail to serve at Thanksgiving. And be sure to check the episode description for the cocktail recipe. And the links to where you can find my episodes, and sources for this story, and even my email address, alexsavage.audio at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>